Welcome to the Magnificat Podcast. We are an international ministry to Catholic women. Throughout this series, we will pray together, share insights, and hear amazing testimonies, typically from women of faith who have been touched by the power of the Lord in their lives. This is a decidedly Catholic podcast, and in this series, you will hopefully learn more about the Catholic faith, God, the Blessed Mother, and much more. Thanks so much for joining us. Now let's listen to a great program. Dear sisters and brothers, I am Deacon David Hochwald, and this is a moment with Scripture, reflecting on the Gospel of Mark, chapter 5, verses 21 to 43. This Gospel passage is a great illustration of Mark's skill as a storyteller. It is filled with small details that bring the story to life. He introduces us to two characters who are at once different and at the same time alike, Jarius and the hemorrhagic woman. Jarius is a synagogue official, a person of some social standing and religious authority in the Jewish community. He is also a man in desperate straits because his daughter is at the point of death. So he sets aside his position, falls before Jesus' feet, and begs him to go and cure her. Jarius comes with faith, hope, and humility all of which are doubly tested when people from his house arrive to tell him his little girl has died. No longer does he hope for a cure from illness, but now he hopes for her to be restored to life. Jarius's faith is contrasted by the people weeping and wailing who ridicule Jesus for saying the little girl is not dead but asleep. So Jesus puts them all out. There's no room for disbelief here. Incidentally, sleep is a biblical metaphor for death. Jesus' statement that the child is not dead but asleep is not a denial of the girl's real death, but an assurance that she will be roused from her sleep of death. Indeed, Jarius' steadfast faith is rewarded when Jesus enters the house, takes the girl by the hand, and she arises and walks around. You probably notice that the Jarius story is interrupted by another story, that of the hemorrhagic woman. This is a favorite technique of Mark, to sandwich a second story between parts of the first, especially when some span of time elapses, in this case the time it takes for Jesus to get to Jarius' house. In this second story, we meet a woman who has no social standing. In fact, her illness makes her unclean and therefore a social outcast according to Levitical law. Like Jarius, she is in desperate straits, having spent all her money on doctors trying to find a cure for her disease, only to come out worse for the expense and effort. Considered unclean, she is used to being shunned, as it was not permitted for a clean person to touch an unclean one. So she sneaks up behind Jesus to touch his cloak. Like Jarius, she comes into this moment with tremendous faith and tremendous hope. Notice what happens next as her actions come to light. She approaches Jesus with fear and trembling, for he has just violated the law and expects severe punishment. What she gets is utter compassion as Jesus tells her, Daughter, your faith has saved you. Go in peace and be cured of your affliction. 
Jesus has reached across the social divide, ignoring the dictates of the law in favor of healing a desperate woman. I think we can learn some valuable lessons for our faith journey from these two people. From Jarius, we learn to set aside our pride, to not let social standing or self-importance get in our way. Instead, we must approach Jesus with all humility. We learn that our faith can be tested time and time again. Things may seem to go from bad to worse. From the hemorrhagic woman, we learn that no obstacle is too great for Jesus' healing power. How often do we feel that our trouble, our sin, our unworthiness is too great for Jesus to address? We also learn that faith and hope have no boundaries, social, religious, cultural, or otherwise. They are fundamental to us as human beings. And we learn the importance of coming to Jesus in our time of need. Remember what Jesus said to Jarius, do not be afraid, just have faith. Thanks so much for listening to this Magnificat podcast. Have you been touched by our time together? If so, for more information or to find a Magnificat chapter near you, go to our website at magnificat-ministry.org or visit us on social media. We would love to hear from you. You can also email us at magnificatcst at aol.com or call 504-828-MARY, M-A-R-Y. Until the next time, may God bless you.